War is an ugly thing, but not the ugliest of things. The decayed and degraded state of moral and patriotic feeling that thinks that nothing is worth war is much worse. The person who has nothing for which he is willing to fight, nothing which is more important than his own personal safety, is a miserable creature and has no chance of being free unless made and kept so by the exertions of better men than himself. John Stuart Mill Scenario Movement to the Crash Site We were on top of the target building, and AK-47 rounds and RPGs were starting to fly. We had just secured the target and rounded up twenty-two of the bad guys, and were awaiting the convoy's arrival to exfil, exfiltrate them. We got the call that a Black Hawk helicopter had been shot down, a hundred to five hundred meters away from our position. At the time, I did not realize it, but I had watched the Combat Search and Rescue, CSAR, force fast rope onto the crash site. As they were fast roping in, an RPG hit the tail boom with a bang. I watched the bird shudder and waver a bit while shards and strips of steel shot out of the area near its tail boom. The pilot did a heroic job of holding the bird in place while all the members of the team made it to the ground. Panicking and lifting off would mean almost certain death for those still sliding down the rope. The assault force commander, AFC, passed the word to the TLs that we would be moving on foot. The movement order was rangers in front, us in the middle, and rangers in the rear. The volume of enemy fire had increased, and I thought to myself, this is going to be fun. I briefed my team, Tony, Scott, Tim, and me, and we stacked in the courtyard by the interior of the gate. When our lead teams flowed out of the gate, we moved, staying on the left side of the street. Initially, most of the fire was coming from straight ahead. As we approached the first intersection, you could strain your eyes and see the AK round sparking and glancing off the walls across the street, traveling from left to right. We would post our near-side cover and wait a few seconds for a lull in the firefight. Generally, a soldier with an AK will have to reload after twenty to thirty seconds of sustained semi-automatic fire. This is the time to take back the street and get your guys across. When the lull took place, the cover man would roll out on his own, or he would get tapped out. Once he started his suppressive fire, we would dash across and pick a cover position on the other side. Generally, I would start my run not at the corner, but several feet back, so that when I hit the intersection, I was at a dead run while in the kill zone. I wanted to cut my exposure time and not give the bad guy the chance to get on his gun and track me. Wearing a heavy Kevlar vest and loaded with ammunition, you would need the extra few paces to hit full speed. Also, it would be a bit easier on your joints and ligaments to get the mass moving. In my case, it was like getting a heavy diesel truck moving. A diesel truck may not be fast out of the gate, but it can cruise at high speeds for a long time. We leapfrogged the entire team across the kill zone. Occasionally, we would also work with another team if they needed our support. We continued to take fire from the front, rounds popping and cracking as they passed far and near. A few steps ahead and to my left, a ranger took a hit in the leg and crumpled to the ground. To my amazement, no less than four to five soldiers stopped to try to help him. I yelled at them to keep moving and to let the medics handle it. 
My rationale was that if he got shot there, we could get shot there. Hence, it would be better to move forward and neutralize whoever was shooting. This way, we would all be safe, and the casualty could be treated in relative safety. Adding to the stress, the formation became a stop-and-go procession, reminding me of an accordion. As the firefight intensified, the lead elements were having a difficult time maintaining their momentum. Being in the middle and the back of the formation sucked, as we could not suppress to our front because of the friendlies up there. We had to move right or left and hope to avoid one of the incoming rounds that had missed everyone up front. Some of the special ops boys got pissed and moved to the middle of the street to lay down some fire to the front. Evidently, they felt the lead folks were not putting enough rounds out. We looked at the street we were on and saw that it had begun to narrow at one point.